Welcome to Dairy Stream, brought to you by the Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, sister organizations that fight for sensible dairy policy in Wisconsin and Washington, D.C. Dairy Stream focuses on issues affecting the dairy community and our customers. Hi, I'm your host, Mike Austin. Welcome to another edition of Dairy Stream. Certainly an interesting topic we're going to look at today and one of value to you as a producer, but also to you as a consumer. Because today the topic is understanding customer buying trends, both before and after COVID-19. And our guest today is Chad Vinson. He's the CEO of Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. And Chad, thank you very much for your time. We want to start out the podcast talking a little bit about what we learned. And let's talk about COVID-19 and obviously that it caused a huge disruption in the supply chain. In your opinion, what really were the biggest surprises in those disruptions? Well, you know, it's how much time do we have? Because there was a lot. To me, the, the major surprises were when people got into a stressful situation and they had to be at home and lives and travel to work were upended. You know, they went to the grocery store and they bought dairy. And the, mm-hmm. the numbers for dairy in the first two months of COVID were unlike any numbers that we've seen in history. I think the other big surprise was just the way that the supply chain reacted. There's so many things happening and the stores were stressed just to try and figure out how do I get orders in and how do we get product on the shelf when you're typically moving three to 5% of an item, your indexes are up, you're moving twice as much in, in a one week period as you would in a month. And so how do you keep your stores stocked? How do I get orders? Are the, are the dairy companies still running? Are there people showing up? There's the multitude. But I think, you know, when you look at just the absolute numbers, it proves the power of dairy. Well, obviously as well, like you said, there was a lot of disruptions in the supply chain and also just in buying habits. I know you kind of work off a blueprint, but because of these changes, what adjustments did you make when it came to your marketing and business strategies? Well, the first thing we did is we buckled down and said, okay, what what do the farmers absolutely need? And there was a couple of pain points for them. The first one was they were really upset by seeing going into a store and not seeing milk or seeing milk but or milk or dairy, but the store saying you can only buy one. We worked with Department of Agriculture in the state, DATCAP, and the Wisconsin Grocers Association, which you know had so we were on a phone call. We're with 700 grocers, and we're explaining wow. to them the, the the pain that the farmers were seeing. You know, they're like, look, they're trying to keep their nose above water, and it seemed to them like you're trying to limit their sales. And then we'd also have conversations back to the farming community, like they're not trying to limit your sales. They're trying to make sure that they have. There was so much hoarding going on that they know that if somebody goes and comes into their store and there's not a gallon of milk for them, that they're going to leave their full cart right there and walk out and go somewhere else because they don't want to be in a grocery store and they have to have milk. So it was helping facilitate the problem and then get the information back to farmers. And the second one was just trying to make sure that we spent a lot of time promoting dairy in the state, more in the state and more in grocery stores. So actually because of the conversations that we had with Wisconsin Grocers Association and their members, they were actually putting store signs up saying, please buy Wisconsin dairy and we support Wisconsin dairy. So we turned kind of a bad situation into a much more positive one. I think from a structural standpoint, Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin's biggest pivot was going from being in-person in meetings, big being in-person at events, and, and focusing a lot of our digital media outside the state because 90% of the milk is turned into cheese and 90% of that's sold outside the state. And we drove 
an incredibly strong program in like it's pivoted in like three days to have ads on air in Wisconsin and digital ads focused on Wisconsin, promoting the fact that the farmers are out there working hard and the fact that dairy is really an important part of your diet. And, you know, we saw the numbers in Wisconsin, you know, the first couple of weeks, the, the, the cheese and milk and dairy sales were up 60 percent. Chad Vincent is our guest. He's the CEO of Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. You're listening to our edition today of Dairy Stream. And you kind of touched on this already, Chad. And I think everyone realizes that fluid milk sales did increase during the pandemic. You kind of touched on other dairy products. But what about that? What other buying habits did you see really change when it came to dairy products? Well, I mean, the numbers, as I stated earlier, the numbers were, were were astronomical. But I think the biggest surprise to everybody was the Food Marketing Institute, which is like the smartest group in the, in the world about how food goes, goes to market and consumers. They projected that by 2030, 25% of shopping would be done online. Hmm. As of last month, it was at 26%. They projected it in 10 years. So we moved five to 10 years ahead of the curve in three months with COVID. I mean, the world changed their purchasing habits. And, and the other thing is that they fully believed that the perishables, the fruits, the vegetables, and the dairy, the things that have to stay cool or something that people want to see and touch before they buy, they right. thought that was lag. But you know what? In these online purchases, in these digital purchases, either delivered or, go, or, or order and pick up at the store, dairy is in the basket and it's not lagging behind. So people have made the jump to say, I trust them that they're going to keep it cold. I trust them that they're going to get me the right materials and that, that it's going to be what I need. So we've moved almost a decade in time in terms of our digital capability. I mean, 20 percent of the population ordered something online from a grocery store for the first time in the last two months. Interesting. Chad Vincent, our guest, CEO of Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. I want to kind of follow up with that last comment you made. As you said, buying habits have kind of jumped the scale and kind of come quicker than we had thought. Obviously, this is driven by the pandemic. Is this something now you feel is here to stay? Or do you think, you know, everybody talks about wanting to get back to the old normal. Will they shop like they used to? Or is this now going to be the new normal? Yeah, this is the new normal. And, and I don't think we're going to be able to put the genie back in the bottle in this one. People okay. found out. A personal story, my 80-year-old father-in-law, he's, he's literate, but this is not his forte. Right. Okay. He, is, he is now ordering 100% of his groceries from the grocery store for order, and then he'll pick it up. Wow. You know, and as you talk to the retailers, they're realizing that, you know, what half my volume now for some of these folks is being sold online. And so they're, the way they order the products, the way they look at, you know, do I need a 100,000 foot square store if I'm going to have half of the orders placed two days in advance? So everything, the wheels are already changing on this. I think people, you know, there'll be a lot of people that go, well, I don't have to do this anymore. I'm going to go back. But I think we've opened the door to so many people that, that the digital online ordering of grocery is here to stay. Well, with digital online ordering of groceries here to stay, as you just stated, how does that impact the dairy farmers of Wisconsin? I mean, where's your focus now in promoting Wisconsin dairy products? Does that have the change and is it changing? Changed on day one with bringing buyers and key influencers and people to make the decisions about what goes into, into restaurants and what goes into the, on the sets in grocery stores. And so, you know, now all of them got canceled on the first day. 
So what we did, we pivoted and now we are holding virtual buyer meetings. So we'll have major grocers across the country and they will block four hours of time in two consecutive days for us. And we will walk through why Wisconsin is important to them and how Wisconsin is different as a dairy state and how our farms work and how we treat the animals and how we treat the planet to have the, the best tasting and healthiest and most nutritious products on the planet. And then we bring in the cheese companies or the dairy companies for one hour meetings, virtual meetings with the buyers. And the week before, the day before, they will all have received all the products from us in a kit delivered to their home because most of the buyers are actually working from home still. And so we will walk through a buying meeting and we're selling product and selling new items in, you know, a month after this thing hit. We're changing the way that we we're, we kept true to our strategy. We know what we have to do and we know what we have to do to, to drive incredible value for the dairy farmers because we wake up every day and say, how do we make sure that the, the nickels and dimes that they're sending into us are invested and driven to the highest degree of return on investment? And, and this was one of the biggest areas we had and we've been able to figure it out quickly. And, and we're actually probably selling more now than we were before because we have buyers undivided attention. Well, that certainly is good news for producers. We're spending time with Chad Vinson, the CEO of Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. We're take a break in just a moment, but before we do, I want to just get a little bit more specific if we can. As I said, you know, we know that our Wisconsin, 90% of its milk goes into cheese production. That is the really the driving force of our Wisconsin dairy industry. When you're looking now, not only today, but into the future, are there any specific, you know, focuses or campaigns you're having for cheese or other dairy products? Yeah, I mean, we continue to move along the lines of promoting uh, Wisconsin cheese and making sure that people understand that not only do we make the most in the country, but we make the best. And because when, when buyers are out there, even on the commodity side, right? So on the commodity side, a lot of the products, the deals are done on a quarter of a penny, right? So if you're a quarter of a penny cheaper and it's commodity, there's a good chance that your business is going to go there. And a lot of the places that we compete against in other states are mega plants and very efficient. So what we believe is that by building the Wisconsin cheese brand, people will put the toss up. They're like, I'd rather have it from Wisconsin than someplace that doesn't really have that heritage or quality or understanding of, of cheese and how it really works and how and how it operates and how it, how it works on our on the end product here. It's a crazy time right now, but I, the good news is that our board and, and, and our team are full lockstep on our strategy. And we're making modifications to tactics and how we do the strategy rather than changing the strategy. Coming up, we're going to talk about looking ahead and talk about the dairy customer of the future. All that with Chad Vincent here on Dairy Stream. And we'll be right back with our Dairy Stream podcast after we hear from our sponsor. Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin exists to be a tireless advocate, marketer, and promoter for Wisconsin dairy farmers and to drive demand for Wisconsin dairy products. The organization represents Wisconsin farm families and works to increase the sale and consumption of Wisconsin milk and dairy products, as well as build trust in dairy farmers and the industry. Organizational initiatives include generating national publicity, managing digital advertising, and driving sales, distribution, and trials through retail and food service promotions. Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin also supports in-school education about the benefits of dairy and funding for the Center for Dairy Research at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. For more information, visit wisconsindairy.org. 
Welcome back. I'm Mike Austin. You're listening to Dairy Stream, brought to you by the Dairy Business Association and Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Our guest today is Chad Vincent. He is the CEO of Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. Our topic today is understanding customers' buying trends both before and after COVID-19. And we talked about the past. Now we're looking toward the future. And I want to start out from uh, Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin's perspective, Chad. Who do you describe or who do you see as the dairy customer of the future? Well, the dairy customer of the future is also the dairy customer of today. And when it comes down to it, really, taste, nutrition, and value are always the most important criteria. And I think that those will continue to be. But what we're finding, especially amongst the, the 20-somethings and the consumers that will, have, that will be in the category for a long time, the sustainable, we call it sustainable nutrition, the environment is paramount to their purchase decisions. So they're looking at, at dairy and saying, is it good for me? Is it good for the planet? And is it good for the animals? And we're spending a lot more time on finding farmers in the state and having them tell their sustainability stories and putting it on uh, in a place where the consumers can see it. Because a farmers, farmers still have a 70% trust and approval rating, which in this day and age to find anybody that agrees on really anything is next to impossible. Mm-hmm. And Congress, is, you know, trust level is like minus 3%. <laughs> farmers are the most trusted people on the planet still. And so getting them out in front and having them tell their stories about how they treat their animals and how they treat the water and how they treat the land and how they treat the air and all the different environmental steps that they're taking to deliver a safe, quality, nutritious, best value protein on the planet. So really that's kind of where our a lot of our emphasis is going to be is, is making sure that we can tell those stories so that when consumers hear there's a lot of anti-groups out there, and they're very good at putting stuff on Facebook and on social media. So that when consumers, if we get out there and have our farmers tell the stories, consumers go, that doesn't sound like what I understand to know is true from a true farmer. It makes it a little bit harder for the antis to turn those people against dairy. Uh, Chad, you talked in our first half of our podcast about the fact that, you know, you're now kind of digitally communicating with the buyers and that's really turned successful. But what about this customer of today and the future then? Is now your target, your venue to use, is it going to be more social media or are you still going to use mass media? How are you going to direct this message? Yeah, I mean, we made the shift a couple of years ago and bolstered up a a world-class digital team here. So, I mean, little things like last year we had 400,000 visitors to the Wisconsin Cheese website. This year, it was 1.2 million. We are focusing on everything we do is really digital. We're doing a little bit of mass media, which is really traditional TV. But Mm -hmm. a lot of that is focused on the news stations and getting that's because with the deals that we're able to get, we can get the farmer's stories played on the news and on their websites for an incredibly effective cost. When, in fact, uh, COVID hit in early March, many of the national advertisers stopped advertising. Like, we don't know what consumers are going to be doing. We don't know what our, what, what our, is our business going to survive. So we have to save money. We have to cut costs. And we thought as an incredible investment opportunity because you had everybody at home, you had 40% increase in people watching screens and the media costs had cut by half. So we were able to almost double quadruple our media effectiveness in our buy. So we bought a lot of about a lot of TV media in Wisconsin in, in March, April, May, June. And then we also heavied up really strong on, on digital, which is it is the social media, it is Facebook, it is Instagram, Pinterest, but it's also a lot of have you ever gone online and you say, I'm looking at a Ford truck in the next month, 
everywhere you go, there's a Ford truck ad in your feed? Yes, it is. I've had that happen several times. Well, we do that now for Wisconsin cheese. And oh, Wisconsin that's great. Dairy. We find the people that are interested in it and we follow them and they are inundated and, and to the point where they, they see the message enough that it, that it sinks in. So, you know, very savvy digital media capabilities uh, with our group and, and really driving awareness and affinity for Wisconsin dairy products. You're listening to Dairy Stream. Chad Vinson is our guest, the CEO of Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. And Chad, let's just follow up then a little bit from the farmer's perspective. I'm a producer. I'm fairly aggressive in wanting to market my story. As you said, I'm on some social media sites already. But what advice would you have in general to a producer on how to best engage that customer of today and tomorrow? I tell you what, farmers are incredibly busy. I mean, they're working 24 hours a day. And what we hear from many of them is, I don't have time. I mean, I know that I know that we'd be beneficial if I was to spend some time on social media and basically just tell our story and engage with people. But there are a lot that are. And so if you are a farmer out there and you are engaged on social media or your kids are, get out there and tell your story. Show pictures of your farm. Show pictures of how you treat the animals. One of the, the highest rated or viewed farm images in the last couple of years was simply one of those rotating cow scratchers. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. And having a cow just rub up against that for 30 seconds and you could just see the joy on their face. <laughs> yes. It's, it's so simple to show those images like that. And people go, that cow is under no stress. That cow loves this, treating it well. And there's so many different, so many positive things that can come out of very simple images or very simple stories. And, and you have a very powerful voice and you're well trusted. So the more you can tell your stories, the better. I mean, we reached out in March and April and found 60 farmers and farm families across the state. We got them on film telling their stories in 30 seconds to two minutes. And we've aired those across news stations for the last two and a half, three months. And I think people really realize, wow, these the farmers, it's not just one. Look at all these stories of people in my hometown and my next in, in, the, in the county next to me. And look at the steps that they're doing to make sure that the, the water's safe or that the animals are treated well. And about how spectacular and nutritious dairy products are for you. All these little steps add up to a lot. All right, Chad, if you don't mind, I'm going to get you into a little manual labor here. I'm going to get your cloth out there and rub off your crystal ball so you have a good vision here. But maybe explain to our listeners after, you know, the research and all the other work being done by dairy farmers of Wisconsin, you know, what do you feel is the real focus areas for DFW for the next five to 10 years? Well, I think the strategy will remain the same and the tactics will be altered. But we're all about and we will continue to be all about partnering with major grocery retailers across the country to drive sales. Because the more we can sell at Wisconsin dairy products, the more home there is and the more demand there is for Wisconsin milk. And the same thing goes with working with food service partners to get more Wisconsin cheese and dairy on their menus. Restaurants have taken a beating and food service, the, the, the universities and convention centers, all these places that buy a lot of dairy got hit by almost 70% decline during COVID. It's coming back, but that 70% decline is about half of our Wisconsin dairy industry. So despite how well we did at retail, at grocery, the sales were down for Wisconsin dairy the last moments because half our business goes into restaurants. So we're going to continue to work with them to make sure that when they're back and strong, that Wisconsin cheese and Wisconsin milk and dairy are on their menu and, and they're in, in their recipes. We're going to continue to work with what we call foodies and fans and people that love food and cheese and love to talk about it and make sure they understand Wisconsin cheese. And, and they do a lot of heavy lifting and telling Wisconsin cheese stories for us. And it's very cost effective. 
And we spoke earlier about building trust in our farmers and our farming and our dairy products. So we're working with all with multitude of partners in state, across the country, across the globe, to make sure that we're figuring out how best to tell our stories so that people trust farming, trust our products, and are, and are excited about buying it without any reservations. And then lastly, we're going to continue to focus on expanding markets and growing exports. And we work with, with Department of Agriculture here, as well as U.S. Dairy Export Council. Again, you're listening to Chad Vincent, CEO of Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. And that's something we haven't touched on. I'd like you at least to spend. And again, this just might be your own opinion. But when you're looking at the export market and how the pandemic has impacted that, do you still see there is potential for growth? And are you seeing that we possibly, especially in these areas in which the the middle class is growing and uh, more people are wanting to get more protein in their diet, do you feel optimistic yet about enhancing our export? Export efforts? Absolutely. Even during COVID, I mean, COVID, when you look at the last couple of years, I mean, with all the political turmoil we've had with, with different countries, Mexico, Canada, China, around the globe were major purchasers of, of U.S. dairy and Wisconsin dairy. COVID hits, right? And the world is kind of shut down everywhere. Right. Year to date, export sales are up, and year to date, export sales val- value is up. So we're selling more cheese and more value-added products that bring more economic power and more value to farmers' milk. So despite everything, the headwinds that we've been facing, export growth continues. And U.S. Dairy Export Council has some of the smartest folks out there and most connected people, and they continue to build inroads for us into Southeast Asia, into North Africa. And you're like, well, why North Africa? More North Africa? Well, the Europeans aren't locked in there yet. They haven't shut, you know, they, they don't have a mainstream ownership of the market like they do in many other places. Mm-hmm. And the middle class is growing significantly where you'll have tens of millions of consumers coming online in North Africa alone that are that have the money and the wherewithal and the desire to have great protein and great you know, United States dairy products. And just one other sidebar before we close off our conversation, and that is the specialty cheese market. Obviously, that's the all-star. That's been the leader in growth for the cheese market and really was one reason that Wisconsin, I think, continues to dominate uh, the cheese market is because of the great cheese makers we have in quality milk and producing that cheese. What about that? Where do you see that market going and how has that been impacted, if at all, by COVID-19? Wisconsin has a 45% share of the U.S. specialty cheese market. Right. We own almost half of it because people that were in my role 20 years ago made very smart choices to help try and get the industry to move beyond commodity and into value-added, more specialty-type products. And because of that, we own almost half the market in the U.S. The export market for, for specialty products will continue to grow. The U.S. market will continue to grow. And during the, during COVID, natural cheese in, in, in grocery stores had multiple weeks where the sales were up over 60%, and some, some weeks over 100%. People are really, cheese, I think, is just starting to hit its stride. And, and people love it, and they know that we are in the epicenter of it. And if you want to know about great cheese and how to use it and how to enjoy it and which ones you should have, you come and visit Wisconsin, because that's really where it's all at. Well, Chad, thank you for your time and your expertise in closing. If a farmer wants to get more information or possibly might have an idea to share and wants to get involved in your efforts, uh, how can they do that? 
you know, we really appreciate it because uh, we have some great web uh, opportunities. So come and check out what's happening with your dairy checkoff at wisconsindairy.org. You can sign up for monthly newsletters that will send out information to you on, on a digital basis. Uh, you can look at Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin on Facebook. Uh, and once again, that's just to inform our farmers about checkoff activities. And if you're a farmer and you've got ideas about things that we should be doing or things that we can be doing better, I suggest come to the website, find out, or if you know who your board member is, I mean, we have 25 board members uh, in, in multiple counties across the state. Get hold of them and have a conversation with them. Or you know what, call me and we'll talk to you. The farmers fund this thing. And we're, we wake up every morning trying to figure out how do we get the biggest bang for the buck. And if you've got great ideas, let us know. Let our board members know. Call us or come in. You can click and, and contact with us electronically on wisconsindairy.org. That is Chad Vincent, CEO of Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. We thank him for his time today and painting a pretty good picture of exactly who the dairy customer of the future is. And as he stated earlier, it's really that person here today and he talked a little bit about how they are dealing with that customer to better move your products we got to move along now i want to thank joanna guza for the great job she does producing our program and we want to thank you once again for joining us on this edition of dairy stream the dairy business association and edge dairy farmer cooperative would like to thank you for listening to dairy stream if you enjoyed listening to our podcast please subscribe and rate dairy stream we value your feedback. And if there's something you'd like to hear, just email us, podcast at dairyforward.com.